episode 176. Thank you all for listening to episode 175, Herbert Swift Burrow to a Young Love. I am Gray, here with my co-host. Mayor. And? Dub. The returning Dub, the man, the myth, the legend. The original three is here. Uh, Cody Bryant, I know, was working late, so he's hopefully joining us later. And then uh, Parrot's on uh, hiatus until 8 o'clock, so then he will join us. He just has to close up that Dollar General, Zazu the Hornbill. As we found out, by the way, Dub, he's a hornbill. He's not a parrot. Wait, what? Say that again? He's not what? He's not a parrot. He is now a horned bill. I did not know that Zazu was a horned bill. I got corrected by one of the grown-ups. Oh. Uh, well, uh, he's, he's a Zazu, so, I mean, that, that, that's what's important. <laughs> Typical nerd. Typical nerd. <laughs> He is a Zazu. Yeah, the nerds from the, the grown-ups had uh, corrected us. Thanks a lot, damn nerds. So uh, thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. So I know we talked about uh, we don't have anything from Justin on the Twitter. He's on hiatus. Uh, you said Jason's given us nothing, correct? He did not get anything today, but I also forgot to reach out to him as well, so that's half my fault. Nah, we're, we're blaming him. I mean, it's not that complicated, but for some people it is. So. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is It is Jason. So uh, with that, then we'll, we'll just jump right into some of this other stuff that I had wrote down. Um, so on NXT, which we're recording on Wednesday, so we don't know what's going to happen yet. But tonight, uh, it's by the time people listen to this, it'll be Sunday. But Finn Balor is fighting Velveteen Dream. Do you think that's going to draw some more viewers to NXT? I know they've won a couple weeks uh, against AEW. Do you think that's a, a good main event for the show? Yeah, I mean, Velveteen's up and coming there for a little while. Um, kind of cooled off there the last couple months, but it'll be good to get him and Balor. Should be a pretty exciting match. I'm uh, not sure if I'll watch that or tune into AEW. I didn't see what AEW's uh, thing is, but last week they had Moxley versus um, Swagger, or sorry, uh, Hager. Um, what the hell is his name now? Hager. Hager. Hager for the uh, belt, so that's why I tuned in that way. So maybe uh, tonight I'll watch um, NXT instead of AEW. What do you think, Dub? Uh, yeah, I think that's a good main event. I mean, um, I haven't watched NXT in a while, but um, it's. did you say they, they did beat AEW last week? I think a couple. I don't know if they did last week, but the two weeks before that, I know they did. I think they did yeah, last uh, week. I think they beat them by like 3,000 viewers or some shit last week. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it sucks for me because I don't get a chance to watch AEW because I don't have TNT. But, um, no, yeah, I think that's a good man. Uh, I agree with Bear. The Velveteen Dream was, you know, um, up there for a while and then he kind of faded away and I haven't heard from him in a while. So I thought he would come up after... Uh, uh, WrestleMania, but I guess not. All right, I'm, I'm gonna cut you off. What do what do you do? You not have like Hulu or something? <laughs> no, I don't. Not on cable right now. No, I don't. I don't have eighty billion channels. I have the amount of channels that I. That's it. What do you, What do you do? You stream or do you have cable? I I have a Roku TV, so yes, I can stream app. You know. Uh, station apps, but yes, I have Spectrum TV, but it's not the full 800,000, channels that come with it. I have like 50 channels and that's it. Okay, cool. Maybe 30, maybe 30. What do you, uh, what do you pay for that a month? Yes, we are. (laughs) Well, it's tied in with our uh, internet, so we do the bundle with Spectrum. Okay. But I'm going to be so, moving here. I'm going to be moving here in about a month, so I'm not going to have Spectrum. Okay. So well, I am probably going to go with Hulu. I am probably going
Hulu has yeah. TNT in flight. Okay, I'm just telling you right now. The only thing, the only thing they don't have is NFL Network, which sucks. But they have all the locals, which is fine. Um, but yeah. it's, I literally, I pay sixty five dollars a month. That's not bad, and that's with the other. That's with the uh, streaming. I think cable is like forty nine ninety nine or something. I also stream as well. So just Wait. FYI, when you switch, please get that. So I don't have to hear about you not being able to watch Fight or TNT. So hold on real quick. I got a question for Bear. Did you switch off of YouTube TV? I didn't go back to it. I never, I guess I didn't even realize you jumped off YouTube TV. I thought you still had it. Yeah. I had PlayStation View and then they went out of business in January. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got rid of YouTube TV because PlayStation View had NFL Network, which YouTube TV also didn't. So I went there, plus it had all the locals. And then when they went out, it was YouTube TV or Hulu. And Hulu has Vice and actually has History as well, which I don't think YouTube TV had either. So the History Channel, Vice, and uh, all the locals were were my uh, go-to on that. Yeah, that sounds like... uh... Go ahead, Brandon. I was going to say I need my I need my sports. I need you know I need the locals obviously. I need ESPN, ESPN two, NFL Network, uh, and 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 uh, uh, can't talk NBC Sports. So, well, you're not. That's the problem is that you're not going to get all of them in the same package. So when you yeah. shop through, you really have to figure out what you want. But honestly, yeah. NFL Network, you can, uh, if you had Amazon Prime, you can watch those games that they do on Thursday night sometimes on Amazon Prime. So I figured that out. So I'm not really missing the NFL Network. Nice. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct on that one. And, uh, like, I have, I would tell you to go to, like, I used to have DirecTV now and AT&T bought DirecTV, so I have AT&T now or AT&T TV. But I'm grandfathered into one of their higher plans that has like 110 channels for 75 a month. And now their biggest plan is like 60 plus channels. It includes HBO and Cinemax and it's 65 a month. But I don't know if it includes Vice. I know it doesn't have the NFL network. Um, Not sure about Vice. I haven't looked at it because I'm like, I don't care. I'm not going to jump off this since I was grandfathered in. Yeah. So get that Hulu. So, uh, what, what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, Baller and uh, Velveteen Dream. But yeah, like I was saying, uh, I agree with Bear. You know, I thought Velveteen, you know, was going to come up after WrestleMania. You know, on that Monday or that that Friday um, after WrestleMania. But I guess they're going to keep him down there uh, in NXT for a while, try to boost those ratings a little more. They need something because they, they – well, they just got rid of a shitload of people, as we know. Um, laid a bunch of people off. We talked about it last week. You can't get, you can't get Riley because she, you know, with her visa or whatever is going on with her. Um, why ever, whatever reason, she can't get back into the country. Oh, who I, – I, no, I have no idea. You know – you, you don't know what I'm talking about? I, I heard something about that um, she had to go back to Australia, so that's probably one of the reasons why she lost the title. And she can't get back into the country for a while, because especially with everything that's going on. I did not know about that. Oh, God. The parrot did make it to us. <laughs> so, Zazu, uh, or the Hornbill, I'm sorry, we have you... Bear and Dub are all on the call right now. Cody Bryant will be here in the next 10 minutes. Hey, Dub. Yeah. How do you feel that I beat you in wrestling picks? For WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess, you know, what's the saying? Every bird gets a worm or whatever? (laughs) The early bird gets the worm, Brandon. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> I'm mixing up How about hey, every dog yeah, has his day? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you had to beat me sometime. 
Uh, and he he did beat him. So, uh, but that was a few weeks ago, Zazu. So you're late to the party on that. But this is the first time Dub has been on since. So I will give that to you. Um, as far as uh, before we go into AEW, you know we got to thank the great All Wear Clothing, AllWearClothing.com, and Brandon over there who supplies us with our shirts and our hoodies and he's going to get us hopefully some koozies because we're hoping we do get to do the crossover episode on july 18th and i'm going to tell the guys a little bit about something i gave them for another crossover episode but brandon thank you you can still get in touch with him he's essential business he can get all your clothing needs met uh, whether it be a banana hammock or koozies or stickers or sweatpants or whatever you're into a thong i don't know whatever you need get in touch with brandon allworkclothing.com so this idea for a crossover is uh, with the grown-ups, besides doing this big mega trivia that hopefully we get to do at episode 200, we threw out this idea, and I want to see what you guys think. Jake already knows about it, but uh, Bear, I want to hear what you think specifically. So we want to do a basically the grown-ups and uh, the, uh, over the line does, you know, they do something, a challenge from the other, or go do something with them. So I said, I want to see the grown-ups do NASCAR. So we all go to a NASCAR race. They, I want them to get their feedback on it because they've all said we didn't never plan on going to a NASCAR race, but they will do it for us because I think it would be, one, a good time, and two, I'd love to hear what they say. And their, their thing is they might make us go to some kind of a comic con or some shit. What are your thoughts, Bear? Um, well, good luck. That'll be a next year thing. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, crowd can't get together. Oh, we know that. So, I, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea, but I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm going to be selfish, and I would not go to a Comic-Con. <laughs> they have literally uh, no interest, nor care, nor would I spend my money on that. Just probably as they would not NASCAR, but I would definitely not spend my money on that at all. I'd rather put it into a fire and burn it. <laughs> and I told them I, they, they had met... They mentioned that they might have you, uh, if we were in the backyard partying or whatever, do some type of Quidditch match, make you do something stupid that you wouldn't have to pay for. What if Charlotte was going to do that? At Comic-Con, no, it'd be like a wrestling con. And still not. What if you made a special appearance at a Comic-Con? The only, there's, there's like, literally a handful of people that could be at a at something like that that I would have to ensure that I would be able to meet them and get their autograph for me to even consider it. <laughs> who, who is that list of people, just so I know, by the way? Uh, that would probably be like Flair and Stone Cold. Rick Flair, that is. Maybe JR, that'd be cool. Other than that, yeah, wouldn't J- really care too much. JR would be fun. I think he'd be absolute fun. H- yeah. Jericho, maybe. So, uh, with AEW, so they have the championship tournament quarterfinals for their, what, TNT championship. I know Kip Sabian is fighting Dustin Rhodes tonight. Who uh, who do we got? What do you think, uh, what do you think, Dub? Say that again, you cut out. Kip Sabian and Dustin Rhodes. Didn't Dustin say if he loses... He's like gonna retire or quit or something. Is that what I heard? I am. Like, you might have. Someone in AEW said, uh, "Yeah, someone in AEW said." Oh yeah, he oh, did next say. Time I lose, I'm gonna quit, and I thought it was Dustin. Yeah, I found the quote. He said, "If I cannot beat that son of a bitch, I will retire." Yeah, he's gonna lose. So you think he's done? I mean, it, it, he's probably going to retire soon. He, I think he's like 50 or 51, so I mean, the time is probably coming soon, but I think he's probably going to step back and try to do more behind the scenes, helping his brother, which he probably already does, but um, yeah, I'll say he loses. Bear, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think Fabian beats him tonight. All right, Parrot, do you have any thoughts? Really make, make not do. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Zazu, you got any thoughts on uh, if Gold Dust or what used to be Gold Dust beats Kip Sabian or who you think wins? Um, give me uh, give me the second dude. <laughs> Kip Sabian, okay. <laughs> 
All right. What, all right, uh, Parrot, what about Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen? I like Darby. That sounds like a cool name. <laughs> what, what about you, Bear? Sorry, I'm trying to finish up closing the store right now. No, you're good. What about you, Bear? I mean, I think it'll be I think that'll be a really good match, actually. Um, I think Sammy Guevara will beat him, but I think that'll be a really good match. Dub? Nice. I that I think I agree with you, Bear. I think it's gonna be a great match. All right, what about Orange Cassidy and Jimmy Havoc? What do you got, Dub? How do you not know who Jimmy Havoc is? Huh? Jimmy Havoc. How do you not know who Jimmy Havoc is? Jimmy Havoc? (laughs) Yes. Look him up. Maybe you'll know. He might have to. Yeah, look up Jimmy Havoc. All right. What do you think, Bear? I'll take. Uh, I'll take. I'll take Orange Cassidy. So. Yeah, I mean, I probably will as well. Um, but again, it also should be another good match. I think those are two styles that'll match well. Yeah, I totally agree with you both there. Um, and also tonight, Brody Lee is going to be in the ring, and so is Kenny Omega. I don't know who they're fighting, but they're both uh, in ring action tonight. Uh, Wardlow is also in action. I don't know if you know who he is, Dub, but Bear, what do you think about Wardlow? Has he done much? Has he been on maybe once or twice? Yeah, he's not. He's not really, really fought anything. Yeah, I don't think he's really done much from he, what I've seen, so he, I can't really. He's only been in two matches. He's been in two matches. He's got uh, he fought Cody in the cage match, and uh, it looks like Ryan Piles in a AEW dark match. That was it. Yeah, so one match we've seen. Uh, yeah, I mean, then that match that we saw was all right, but the only thing you remember is Cody's high spot. It, um, so yeah, very awesome. I have to get a little bit more out there to see him before he can form an opinion on him. Yep, I totally agree there. And uh, while we're forming opinions as, as we are going to jump into WWE, uh, we got to thank Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Sean, uh, give Sean a call. 419-704-5471 can help with all of your landscaping needs, all of your mowing needs. He's, he serves the Toledo and surrounding area and not Dub's house. I can tell you that. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed about that. <laughs> Uh, somebody else that we know that used to date a friend of ours named Kyle uh, that used to be with him a long, long time ago called Sean as well and said, hey, since you're uh, going to be serving Brandon, I live uh, in that area as well. And he said, well, I'm not serving Brandon and I will not serve you. <laughs> so, Great customer service. No, I'm sure he no, said, I never said that. Uh, I never said that he was going to serve me. I asked him. And at first, I thought he was joking. You know, I just thought he was, <laughs> you know, ribbing me. And so I was like, okay. And then, um, so we kept on talking. And so I guess I was like, oh, I guess he's serious. So I just moved on. But um, no, I never said that he was going to serve me. Yeah, I didn't think you did. But uh, so Sean serves the Toledo and surrounding area and not Dub's house. Give him a call, 419-704-5471. So moving on to WWE, uh, I don't know if you guys have had the opportunity to see, but the Money in the Bank ladder match at the next pay-per-view will take place at WWE headquarters, Titan Towers. Uh, and they'll start on the ground floor. Yeah, I don't get that. And end up on the top of the roof. What, uh, Dub? Since you talked first, what are your thoughts on that? I, I mean, I don't get it. Like, like, 
and how I guess I'm gonna have to see the setup because like how how are you gonna like I, I know I I don't know I just don't get it I guess I'm gonna have to see the setup. Yeah, they had uh, they had pictures of it on the Twitter, so you'll definitely have to check that out. Like, are they gonna say, okay, don't go over in this court? Like, is there a fence up there? Is like, you know, they're like kind of like a wall? You know, like, okay, don't go over here because you know you're gonna fall off the building. Um, but you know, like, I, I guess I just gotta see like the roof set up and see how it is. Then maybe I'll have a better understanding and judgment of whether I like it or not. What uh, What about you, Bear? I mean, I, this is the first time hearing of it, so I'm probably going to have to also check that out and uh, see what they're talking about there. But, I mean, at least they're doing something different and it's not just going to be in an arena. I mean, they are getting creative out of this, so good for them for doing something a little different, even if it is going to be a little weird or odd. Yeah, I totally well, agree. I, I told you, I told I told you guys before, I liked when they used to go backstage more. You know, they used to do that when we were growing up uh, with matches and stuff, and now they're, they're kind of getting, now they're kind of forced to lately, but they're kind of getting back to where they're going backstage and, you know, wrestling in the backstage area and all that other stuff. So I, I, I always liked that growing up, you know, especially like back then when they had the hardcore matches where, you know, you got Kane throwing, uh, or, or The Undertaker throwing in somebody through, you know, popcorn stand, you know, and all that other stuff. So I always, I always enjoyed that. The, um, and I know Parrot, if he's able to talk, I don't know if he is while he's, he's, uh, closing down the store. He has actually seen the setup. I showed it to him. What did you think of it, Parrot, if you're able to talk? And he can't talk, so <laughs> we won't uh, we won't ask him then. Fuck you, Zazu. The um, for this, do you think that I, I? I mean, I don't think they've really announced any any matches yet for this. Besides the Money in the Bank, there are some. I mean, there's Braun and Bray Wyatt. Um, Bray gave him a mask on SmackDown like as a gift. I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Do you think they're going to keep the title on Braun, or do you think they're going to give it back to Bray? I think they need to stretch this out a little bit, because I think that's, that's going to be a good story. If they, if they do it right, I think it'll be a good story. Yeah, something to end it, you know, like SummerSlam or something, where Bray gets the title, but maybe have, yeah. Braun, you know, have Braun beat him up for a little bit, uh, and then maybe Bray finds something in the fun house or not, something weird but it's just tough when they do all that and they have him beat everyone but then you get beat by Goldberg it just kind of ruined it uh, I mean yeah. don't get me wrong the stuff with Cena was good but it wasn't a match um, yeah it wasn't a match <laughs> yeah them, him, them Goldberg beating him was uh, I, I just just so stupid I don't get that and then uh, the Money in the Bank match itself. Uh, right now, there's Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, Apollo Crews, Drew Gulak, King Corbin, and somebody else uh, to be determined. Of those guys mentioned, Bear, who do you think would come out on top with that? What was that? Uh, what was the lineup on that? Sorry. No, you're good. Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, Apollo Crews, Drew Gulak, and King Corbin. I mean, hopefully Alex are black, but... That's what I hope, too. We'll see if they actually do it. They should should put a rocket ship to him. Absolutely. I think him and and Drew McIntyre, like we said before, would be a great story. Yeah. They would have a fun rivalry. And then uh looks like Cody Bryant has just joined us. I can actually see Cody Bryant. Hello, Cody Bryant. We're in the uh, wrestling episode. I know he's muted. Oh, he's unmuted. What's up, Cody? What up? So we actually got uh, Bear, Zazu, Dub, 
and yourself and me all on the show at one time. All five of us. First time, I think, ever. Might be, yeah. So all that happened once. Yeah, all five members one time. <laughs> uh, we're, we just finished up, uh, Cody, talking about – we talked about – and you came out at the perfect time as I segue into the next thing. Uh, trivia is going to be shortly – but uh, we were just talking about Money in the Bank, how they're going to do it on top of Titan Tower. So I'll ask you real quick, have you seen the setup for that already, and what are your thoughts? Uh, no, what's the setup? So it starts... I, all I know is it's on the roof. Yeah, it's on the roof. There's a ring on the roof and then a bunch of ladders. And uh starts on the ground floor of Titan Towers, and they got to work their way up to the roof. Eh. It can work, I guess. They can make it work. And that's exactly what uh, the guys were saying. And uh, as we segue in, of course, we got to thank a few more. Uh, We'll thank Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner, helps local businesses deploy technologies that can positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Get in touch with a sales rep in your area, verizon.com. And thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help with all of your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking. She is there to help. All right, so to segue into the next thing, I wanted to talk about uh, Dark Side of the Ring this week. Last night's episode was the assassination of Dino Bravo. Um, First off, uh, I, I guess just give your, your high-level overview and thoughts of it. Uh, Cody, you just jumped on, so why don't you start? Um, you know, it was, I thought it was good. Uh, you, you know, you learned a lot about, you know, Dino Bravo. I never knew, you know, he ran his own promotion. Yeah, me either. You know, so, I mean, that was kind of cool to learn about. And, you know, I knew he was in the, you know, involved in, like, some uh, smuggling and and uh, with the cigarettes and whatnot, but I didn't think it was to that level, you know. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. It just sucks that nobody else will really uh, uh, talk about it. It's kind of up there with like uh, with Bruiser Brody, you know. It's like a lot of people know, but nobody really wants to talk about it. Right. And uh, what, what did you think, Bear? I know you had watched it as well. Yeah, I mean the uh, I, I I agree with I agree with Cody. I mean I think it was overall I think it was good. Um, the whole investigation side of it kind of sucked because no one had any information at all, like zero. The two cops or detectives or crime experts or whatever they were on there were like. Oh well, it could have been a biker gang. The other one's like, oh well, it could have been the mafia. And the other one's like, oh well, it could have, like I don't want to hear what it could have been. Give me some more information than that. I mean, obviously it was an inside job. There's no doubt about it. But uh, I, what I really did enjoy was Jacques Rougeau on there. I think he gave the best out of anybody with everything he did. He did fantastic. And by the way, for however the fuck old he is, that dude still looks like he's in good shape. I was gonna- he, he could wrestle, I think. That's I told uh, I told Jeremy that. Rebuilt motorcycle and uh, puffed out his guns there. He looked pretty good. I told I told Jeremy that uh, I said Jacques Rougeau, your boy, the Mountie, uh, he was on point. I want to see him more in some other things that he has details on because he was good. And I love the story about him saying he was drunk and talking shit to an NHL player for the Nordiques. <laughs> And then Dino Bravo just tears that guy out and throws his head into the fucking car. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I was, um, like I said, it was, it was pretty good. I thought it would be. I have a little bit more info, and yeah, I did learn some things. Like I didn't know that he had his own promotion. Um, I knew that he had some mafia-ish kind of mafia-ish kind of ties, which is, you know, what I always assumed it was. But you, but, um, you know, certainly something, uh, something different. It was crazy to learn, like, he was basically an enforcer and he was running his own kind of jobs, you know, and he made that deal with, like, the, the cocaine boss. And then uh, they went to that warehouse and $400,000 in cigarettes is missing. So it's kind of they still don't know who murdered him. 
and it's it could be the natives, could be a biker gang contracted by the natives, could be the mafia, and then you find out the head of the mafia in Montreal is his uncle through marriage. It was some crazy shit. Yeah, and um, I like how uh, old Rick Martel decided he. I didn't. That was the one thing I got. I didn't realize that he was in it too. That dude was in a little bit deep. It sounded like. Oh yeah. Um, when oh, they yeah. did his interview from whatever oh eight or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He uh, he didn't want to do anything on that. So what? When you get into that, and these people don't want to participate. It gets to the point where it's kind of like, oh, something a little weird still going on there. Someone. Someone's got some guilty feelings. Right. I agree. And then, you know, they did say there were seven bullets in the head, four in the body, 17 uh, casings uh, were on the ground, two guns. Do you think it was one guy or do you think it was multiple? Uh, I mean, uh, if it's the mob, if it's the mafia, there's probably there's probably two. I mean, but the way that they did their uh, – you know, the way that they did everything and showed, showed one guy, showed two guys. Why would one guy need a machine gun? Obviously, it didn't get used. So, uh, I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I'm sure it was the mafia, but I, it was probably one person. Two doesn't make sense. I think it was one dude that went to do the job and take out the place, knew when the wife and the daughter left and went in, knew them, boom, done, done. Cody, what do you think, man? Yeah, I think whoever it was, I think he knew him. You know, it's kind of like the way they talked about it. It reminded me of uh, that scene in Goodfellas when um, when uh, what's his name? When Tommy, when Tommy gets murdered. Yeah, yeah. You know, when he gets murdered, think he's gonna be a made guy. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's fuck. He knows it right when he walks into the room. Shot him right through the face. Yeah, I think whoever it was, I think he knew them. And you know, like, I mean, how easy are you just gonna get in? So, I mean, for him to somebody to get shot in the recliner, you know, basically defenseless, you know, like you knew. Uh, you know who it is and you know you knew who shot you absolutely and i love i was listening i don't know if you guys saw that um i was listening to this week's grill and jr is actually dark side of dark side of the podcast it's conrad and the producers of the show dark side of the ring uh it's pretty good i listened to it and they talk about that and something i found funny is the producer said the sound guy of the show um, they went to interview people in Montreal, and this is before they did the Montreal screw job, you know, as, a, as an episode in season one. And they said they interviewed a guy, and he said, Yeah, I have some experience working with wrestling. Uh, I, was, I, I was a sound guy for Wrestling with Shadows, but I've never watched it. And they're like, Wait a minute, you did Wrestling with Shadows? He's like, Oh, yeah, I was the sound guy by the ring during the Montreal screw job. <laughs> but he didn't understand what it was. So. He said, "Yeah, he he was the guy that put the microphone on Brett when he went uh, when he went to talk to Vince. That was one of the things. And then the other I saw was he said they when they interviewed him, they told him to come back the next day and go watch Wrestling with Shadows. And they're like, all right, what do you think?' And he and he said they screwed Brett. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. pretty pretty good pretty good listen. I mean, I think you guys would like it. They talk about how they got the show started and." And uh, and all of those things and, and the episodes. Dino Bravo was actually supposed to be in season one. And they got cut from like an eight-episode series down to six for season one. And they felt they only had 75% of Dino Bravo done. So they did Gino Hernandez first. And then they were able to get more stuff for the second season for Dino Bravo. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, they know their shit. And uh, they talk about – they have some good things on there about how they cast, you know, the reenactments. And uh, one thing I was going to mention, because the one producer is Jimmy Hart in the reenactments, and he's like, oh, I'm going to be Jimmy Hart? Okay. And I noticed Jimmy Hart, is that guy does not age. I, I looked, he is 77 fucking years old. <laughs> like, does not age. Jimmy Hart, Jimmy Hart is 40, so it's like 89, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he looks great. I mean, I, I give him a lot of credit. and uh, But I, I enjoyed this Dark Side of the Ring. Um, if, if you had to, if you had to rank it onto what we've seen so far this season, where would you put it in the, uh, in the rankings? Uh, 
probably, I'd probably put it, well, there's only been, what, four episodes so far? Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I'd probably, to me, like, it'd be New Jack, and then, uh, like, New Jack, just for the sheer hilarity of it, <laughs> Absolutely. and then Dino Bravo. Yep, I was thinking the same. And then Benoit, and then, uh, the Snooker. Really? Over Benoit? I think Benoit's was a lot better than that. It was was really good, but I mean, I knew a lot of the Benoit stuff. I didn't really know a lot, except for like that Chavo found Eddie. That was really news to me, but a lot of this Dino shit, I didn't know. That's why I was, I move it ahead for me. Yeah, that was the only part about the whole, like Benoit thing I didn't know about, about Chavo finding Eddie. And then, um, you know, like being at their house, like all the time after Eddie died. Like, that was probably the only two, only things I didn't really know about. I mean, I, yeah, I, have, um, I actually own that book, that Ring of Hell book by that Randazzo guy. Uh, when it first came out, I ended up buying it. And, uh, you know, he just, he sounded just as angry and bitter, you know, on the show as he did in his book. But his book was actually pretty good, though. Because um, this book told a lot about the stuff with Benoit when he was in Japan, in the New Japan Dojo or whatever over there. And, and uh, how the guy, the one trainee died like while he was training. And it told that story. And uh, like Vader and the Yakuza and shit like that. So, I don't know. Like, if they do, I kind of hope they do a Dark Side of the Ring on that. That'd be kind of interesting to see. The, the one I did forget to mention was Brawl for All, but I have not watched that one yet. That's all right. All right. Yeah, I mean, it. Go ahead, Bear. I was going to say, for my, I mean, I'd say my new Jack Benoit, and then um, probably, um, crap, what was the one they did? uh, Two weeks ago. I'm blanking right now. Who's the Bruder? Bruiser Brody. Was that this season or not? That was Uh, was last last season. season. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting them all mixed up because I uh, watched all the first season before this yeah, one came on again. So. Nice. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, – well, I mean, like I said, they're good. And the good part of it is that they're really good and they're getting the attention of people. So they're not going to stop. You know, this won't be their last season. They'll get um, – you know, they'll be able to get – season three, four out of it. They just got to find the right stuff to do. But what are they going to do? What's left to do, though, without, like, you know, WWE kind of cock-blocking them? Uh, I mean, they can't, though, because uh, you have people that are going to talk. You know, you got JR, man. You could do so much stuff just based off of what he knows in general. I mean... You know, I wish there was more people who could give, like, their side of the story. Like, someone brought up, like, uh, the plane ride from hell would have been a good one. Um, right. And but all those guys, most of those guys are under contract still. That, that's true. That's the problem. You know, you Bruce ain't going to say anything because he's right. working back with him. Brock ain't going to say anything. Mr. Right. Perfect Dad. So you got JR, you know. And what, Kurt Angle? Yeah, well, he just got released, so maybe it's time to start talking. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or they'll, you know, like you said, they got they got Bart Gunn for the Brawl for All, so maybe they'll just pull someone random that was there or some shit. Who knows? You know, I'm sure that there's a lot of people on that, so maybe there's just, uh, you know, Matt Hardy or something. Who knows? Yeah, I think that's the only hard part is, you know, they got there's so many other stories, but with the way that WWE signs people just to, you know, just for them to not talk or do certain things, uh, you know, they they turn out to be, like, one of the biggest cock blocks on a lot of backstage stuff. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe they can do a WCW one or and an ECW one, but you can't really do an ECW one without Paul Heyman. And he's still on the So, I mean, you might be able to get away with WCW one. Hey, you, can do it. Hey, you can talk yeah, to like Ivy yeah. and and uh, Bubba and, and Devon because Devon just got released too. Yeah. 
40 minutes of commercials, 20 minutes of episode. Right. And advertiser's dream, man. Oh, <laughs> God. And uh, as we're talking about, you know, everybody that's been with Sonny and releases, you know, if you get released by your girl or your guy, you can get in touch with Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, you reach out to Connell Barrow on datingtransformation.com after you get released from your significant other and uh, haven't been in the dating world for a while. You can throw in a consultation, help you out, get that game back, and get you back out there into the swing of things. Or if uh, you just never had a girl or a guy and yeah, just want to spruce up that game for when quarantine's over, he'd be perfect to reach out to. So uh, go to datingtransformation.com, 
Kyle Barrett. All right, so now we're back with the uh, trivia. I think Zazu joined us. He might want to mute his phone with his background noise. Fucking parrot or hornbill or whatever the fuck you are now. By the way, Sonny, I didn't mean what I said, man. You can call me. <laughs> I'm I saw JR put up. I think he put up something on uh, his. She's got an OnlyFans page, OnlyFans.com page out there, and JR promoted it on Twitter. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, JR said he got a case of blue chew with nothing to do. <laughs> I love it. His blue chew spots are fantastic. <laughs> Oh God! All right, so um, Barry, you want to? Do you have the the points totals up? Yeah. So uh, Gary, uh, three hundred and forty-one points. Cody Bryant, two sixty-seven. Myself, two eighty-six. Parrot, one forty-four. And Dub has seventeen. Seventeen points. Congratulations, Dub! All right, so the visual here, if you guys can see, is this here? I'll scroll in a little bit so you can see it. All right, so it is a picture of a King of the Ring tournament, and it says, first up, you should all see a picture of the 1993 King of the Ring tournament live from Dayton, Ohio. You can see the first-round matchups and can read them out loud for the listeners. Tell me the winner of each match in every round, all the way up to the winner of the tournament. Two points for each correct spot. So first matchup, and we'll start with Dub, is Bret Hart and Razor Ramon. Parrot, what do you got? And you got to. Can you keep track of these, by the way, Bear? What's that? I'll get to you in a second, Parrot. But Bear, yeah, can you there. can you keep track of who took what? Yeah, I'll type them into the chat. Okay, perfect. Give uh, me, uh, give give me his. You say Brett? Yeah, Brett Hart. Give me him. All right, Cody. Bear? I'm actually in the process of doing the whole bracket. <laughs> Bear? Yeah, Brett. I, I also have Brett. Uh, I'll, I'll start off the next one. So, Mr. Perfect and Mr. Hughes. I've got Mr. Perfect. I have Perfect as well. Uh, Cody, you can just tell us as we run through. So, who do you got, Cody? All right, there you go. I'm, I'm not... What's that? Who do you, oh do you got it in? All right, so Bear Barry, you can see the chat. Yeah, Cody's got perfect. All right, Cody's got perfect. Uh, Zazu, what do you got? Give me, uh, give me perfect. All right, and Dub. I'll take perfect. All right, next Dub, we'll start with you. We'll go in reverse. Hacksaw and Bam Bam Bigelow. All right, and for uh, Parrot, do you have Bam Bam or Hacksaw Jim Duggan? I love that Hacksaw name. <laughs> Give him <laughs> Hacksaw. <laughs> uh, Cody. Uh, yeah, Bam Bam. Uh, Bear. I have Bam Bam. I also have Bam Bam. <laughs> and then uh, Lex Luger and Tatanka. Give me Lex Luger. Bear. Lexi, Lexi. Cody. I'm going to Tonka. Uh, Zazu. <laughs> I had to think of the order. Give me the uh, T the T guy. Sorry, I was getting out of the car. You're good. And uh, Dub. <laughs> Give me the narcissist. All right. And so in this next, now the next bracket, I guess, uh, who do you have winning? So you either had Brett or Razor or Perfect or Hughes. So, Dub, of that matchup, who do you got? Well, it would be Razor versus... Yeah, for you, it's Razor and Perfect. Yeah. Mr. Perfect. All right, and then... uh, uh, Zazu, who did Zazu have on that one? 
He has Brett versus Hacksaw. Oh, I'm sorry, Brett versus Perfect. Excuse me. All right, Zazu. Brett um, and Perfect. Give me, give, give, give me Brett. All right, Cody. Hey, oh, I'm good. Just got off work. Mute, yeah. your, mute yourself, Zazu. You piece of shit. The, and then uh, Bear. <laughs> what about you, Bear? I am. I am Brett. That's great. I, I, <laughs> sorry. I also have Brett. And then uh, Bam Bam Bigelow and uh, Tataka Luger. So give me Bam Bam uh, Bear. I also have Bam Bam here. So we have Brett and Bam Bam for both of us. Uh, Cody? Yeah, Brett and Bam Bam in the finals. All right, Zazu, you can unmute yourself now. He has Hacksaw and Tatanka. <laughs> so, Zazu, if you can unmute yourself, Hacksaw or Tatanka? Well, we'll see. He's probably going to sign on online because once he gets to his place, he can't do anything. So just give him uh, – he liked the name Hacksaw, so give him Hacksaw. <laughs> All right, Dub, what do you got, bud? Give me a uh, Bam Bam. So I should – what should I have? I should I have Perfect versus Bam Bam? Yep. So yeah. who is your winner of the 1993 King of the Ring? I'm probably wrong here, but give me uh, give me perfect. All right, and uh, for Cody, and you said the final out of uh, Bam Bam and Brett. I got Brett winning the final. Bear. So do I. Yep, Brett Hart. All right, and I also have Brett Hart. So Zazu, we'll see if he has Hacksaw or Bret Hart when he comes back. We'll come back to that for him. So here we go. Hart beat Razor. Perfect beat Hughes. Bam Bam beat Hacksaw. Tataka beat Luger in a time limit draw. Oh, no, they wrestled to a time limit draw. So nobody gets any points for that one. Interesting. Uh, Hart defeated Perfect and uh, Hart beat Bam Bam. So for two points, next one, during a twisted 2010 angle, who did Edge kidnap and hold hostage, which ultimately led to an on-screen murder? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dub? What's that? No, I was just like, oh, my God, that was hysterical. I was like, I couldn't catch my breath for a second because that's funny as shit trying to read that. Oh, your ass was choking. (laughs) Yeah, I was choking on that one. Just reading, just remembering the storyline. All right, who who do you have, um, uh, Dub? Who did he kidnap? Yes. Is that what you said? Yes, who did he kidnap? Wasn't it John Cena's dad? Okay. Uh, what about uh, Zazu? Are you back with us yet? Yeah, sorry. I ran into old friend at Kroger. No, you're fine. So first did you get off, the digits? For, yeah, did you get the digits? First, yeah, it's a guy. First off, was it Brett or did you have Brett or Hacksaw winning in the final? Brett, of course. Okay, thank you. All right, so I don't know if you heard the question, but for two points during a twisted 2010 angle, who did Edge kidnap and hold hostage, which ultimately led to an on-screen murder? Oh, Hornswoggle, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And then... uh, Barrel have to add up your points because uh, Jeremy said hopefully Parrot racked up some points on the first question since odds were decent he should have gotten some of those correct plus triple the points which you did do pretty well I think you got uh, since it was two points each I think you got six twelve eight eighteen yeah you got eighteen pretty good on that first one uh, Bear what do you or uh, I got eighteen. On the on the King of the Ring one because you get triple points, uh, Bear. Nice. 
Bear, what do you got for this one, this question? since uh, I didn't watch uh, wrestling in 2010. So I'm going to say uh, Vicky Guerrero. I'm going to uh, – I was going to go about the same route. Uh, give me Vicky as well. I have no idea. What do you got, Cody? Uh, put in the chat. Uh, put uh, Paul Bear. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Hey, Zazu, mute your phone, you piece of shit. <laughs> hang up and wait till you get home Jesus well you, you can unmute when i tell you to answer paul bear kane accidentally murdered his daddy i i remember it now good call cody um somehow edge was the face during this storyline <laughs> oh yeah it was that was some weird shit man and last but not least, uh, we'll start with you, Dub. Vince McMahon had a prestigious club in which you became a member by kissing his posterior. The Kiss My Ass Club contained six members over the course of time. Name these unfortunate souls. Two points for each. Oh. Uh, William Regal. Um, Jim Ross. Um, Shawn Michaels. Um, uh, I only got two. It was it was gonna be Trish, but it wasn't. Um, what I got three. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, you said what? Uh, J.R. Regal. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Um, I'm going to say, I'm probably way out there, but I'm going to say Kurt Angle. And that's probably all I can name. All right. I'm typing yours in right now so that he has it. Oh, you, you did too. Okay. Sorry, Bear. Um, and uh, Cody will type his in. Oh, he did. Um, uh, Zazu, do you have an answer if you want to unmute yourself? Any of them? Uh, just name anybody. And maybe he, uh, maybe he took your advice, Bear. I think he did too. All right. So I, uh, Cody had Shane, Sean, Regal, and JR. Uh, I had JR, Jerry, Lawler, Regal, and Shane. And then Bear had JR and Regal. So we will see what happens here. And then we'll get the points total from Bear. We eliminated, there uh, we go, Regal, JR, Shawn Michaels, Shane McMahon, Mick Foley, and Hornswoggle. We'll give Parrot that one because we know he would have said Hornswoggle. No, no, no. He's going to have to come back and guess on this one just like every other one. All right. So uh, he says he doesn't have anything for this week. Last two weeks were enough options. To last quite a while. So, um Barry, you got those those points for us? No, I don't have those points. You, there's like a thousand that just got thrown around. You think I just have the points? I'm a goddamn mathematician. Oh, I figured you had that Excel sheet that Excel sheet that added everything together for you. I know you're so good at Excel now. How am I supposed how am I supposed to do that when I'm typing in the name and then also am I supposed to do the point two while everything else? Do, do I have hundred and six hands? Hey man, I feel you. Trust me, trying to read this agenda, type, look at Jeremy's shit. I got you. Uh, I just, I, I have faith in you because I know you're, you're a good man, and I know you're, you're good. I can't type in two spots at the same time. You do know that, right? I, I was thinking you could. That's, that's my fault. Uh, so. If you can, please show me how. I'd love to see that. No, I definitely can't. I have to go back and forth from screen to screen, tab to tab, and type and type and type, and never works out for me. Ah, oh, God. So with the, to wrap this thing up, so a few things. The Revival is now called The Revolt. Uh, a fun thing I saw was 
The first Nexus member eliminated on NXT is the last active wrestler in WWE that was part of the Nexus. Daniel Bryan is now your new overall winner of NXT Season 1. <laughs> thought that was good. Uh, we I saw a thing with The Rock I thought it was funny. He sold us a basic elbow drop, and we all thought it was the greatest move ever. So, it's a good point. The... Uh, let's see here. 25th anniversary of Triple H's debut. In your opinion, I'll, uh, I'll start with Dub. Who is Triple H's greatest rival? Greatest rival. Um... I don't know. That's a good one. I mean, he he never had, unless I'm mistaken, he never really had. That, I mean, you can maybe maybe say Vince for a little no, bit. You said I mean, it right. He had a, yeah, he really he really hasn't had. I mean, he hasn't had that one where you know it lasted for a long time. I mean, he's had great rivalries over his, his career, but he's never had one that I could put above all the other ones. Oh, I, I easily could. I mean, it wasn't long-term because they were friends, best friends, and then, of course, had a couple matches where they were rivals. It would be Shawn Michaels for me. I thought they had the best, if he technically had a rival. I was going to say that. That was a good little, you know, the SummerSlam match and, and all that in, in 2002 was good. Um, I, I said Vince for, you know, the, the little rivalry they had for a while, especially in, when DX came back in 2005 or 2006, I think it was. That was awesome that summer of 2006. Um, but, yeah. Barry, you I got anything? Orton in there, too. Yeah, yeah, Orton's a good one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. After, yeah, when he attacked uh, Orton in the house, that was awesome. I mean, they had a pretty, like you said, I mean, I think it sums up. You really didn't have a one, you know. It's not like it was Austin Rock. Right. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, I think Orton should be in that in that talk as well. I agree with HBK. I think that uh, there was there was a little good, but they were it's just too much in DX for them to be a quote unquote rival. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And uh, I'm not gonna do any. Sorry. Go ahead. Whoever was going. All right, perfect. Nobody. So I'm going to skip over. Oh, no, we're good. I'm going to skip uh, over. I thought his, his best rival? Yeah. Himself? himself. That's a good one. <laughs> That's his best rival. His fucking self. Like, like Triple H, that's the fucking Lifetime Achievement Award. He's that guy. He's that old dude that works at the plant, at the factory, that's been there 25, 30 years. Don't really do much to nothing. They know he's there only because he's been there for so long. And, like, the only time, to me, the only time Triple H has had any good matches that you could put any type of emotion into were with The Rock. And that was partly because he was jealous of The Rock. And you could tell with, like, everything that they, any way that they interacted with each other, you could just, you know, sense that jealousy. Kind of like with Rock and John Cena. You like you can tell you can see that. Like he had like that one good match with Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam when Shawn Michaels came back, but I think that was more just everybody was excited to see Shawn Michaels come back. I mean, hell, Shawn Michaels got a good match out of Vader once. So you know, I don't know. It's just his matches are like some of the longest, driest ass matches I've ever seen in my life. Yep. And uh, I'm a, since we're we're at an hour on this one, I'm gonna cut it short. We're not gonna go over uh, on this day. Nothing really. I was going through. There was some nitro, some raws. Um, one of the early raws. That's probably the only one I'm gonna do right here. Took place from New York. This is the only one we'll do. Uh, thousand people attended Monday Night Raw in uh, April 26, 1993. Mr. Perfect beat Damian Demento. Lex Luger beat Crush. Mr. Hughes beat Jason Knight. And Typhoon beats Skull Von Crush. So uh, that that's all we're going to cover. And happy birthday, 
There is a birthday today, just just one that is uh, I'll mention. I should say I don't even know if it's worth mentioning unless you guys think it is. But uh, happy 55th birthday to Tank Abbott. Fifty-five. He's still alive. That's right. So um, this was a fun one with all five of us here, partially with a parrot, a half parrot. Uh, so thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Congratulations on his new song that came out this past Friday, Mind Quarantine, featuring uh, Ted Ted Bone. Uh, for Mind Quarantine, Ted, Bo- Ted Bone, excuse me, from Pacifier uh, on the vocals. So congratulations to Wes on Mind Quarantine. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, Crandall Squad and Landscaping, Tim at Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And sorry to Sparty Steve, couldn't get to you, but thanks for everything you do for us. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Adios. See you. I'll love uh...